John Sheezer, I'm here. Eric Marino. Eric. No, I gotta tell you about the Clippers. Sports the Hollis, I gotta. Let's just hope this shit doesn't go far. Don't articulate, girl, it's getting late. You just sit right around. Let's conversation, a little more action. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction. A little more bite, a little less spark. A little less bite, a little more Alright, and welcome to Sportsaholics. This is going to be the last episode of not only 2019, of the the teens, the 11 through 19, whatever, the second decade of the century as we enter. And I'm sure you're already sick and tired of it, as I am with all the memes. The Roaring Twenties. So let's hope, um, you know... Everything goes as planned. We'll have Teslas uh, in the next six years and the little charging ports in our driveways. And then all of our kids can shut the fuck up about the environment. Stop bothering us about that. Um, all right. Sorry to stop. Start off as Debbie Downer. It's a little bit late. It's been a long day. Been watching football all day. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, as I'm recording this, the last 30 minutes of the 29th day of the 12th month of the year 2019 i want to do that futuristic coming in the sci-fi movies but anyway it all boils down to the chiefs beating the chargers philip rivers crying kind of a north carolina male cry just kind of i feel like that's he got as as emotional as he'll get at his father's funeral um at the press conference after the game today against the chiefs so <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, god damn. Point being, Raiders are not in the playoffs. Thank you, thank you, Denver. The Seahawks tonight somehow just almost got it done. Uh, but uh, so, congratulations, 49ers fans, on your uh, division championship there. You get the uh, number one overall seed, so that's nice. But most importantly, thank you, Dolphins. For again beating the Patriots this time in New England, 17 point underdogs. I guess the second largest upset, or you know, how every every game's got a stat they'll throw at you. Uh, this one, second largest upset, I guess, um, after a defending Super Bowl champion the following season. Um, but with 2019 coming to an end, yes, the Patriots were the Super Bowl champions. If you guys recall, they beat the Rams. Go through a few of these just because I always forget, like college basketball. Any of you guys, any any of you listeners, remember who won the NCAA tournament last year? Think about it for a few seconds. Yeah, yeah, you got no idea that it was Virginia, and they beat Texas Tech, eighty-five to seventy-seven. Um, <clears throat> NBA is a little easier. We all remember the Raptors, Kawhi getting it done. For Toronto, congratulations, Toronto. We all know the Maple Leafs will never do it, but they had a chance to get two. You're like, two, what do you mean? They don't have a football team, and Maple Leafs suck. Uh, MLS, the Seattle Sounders defeated the Toronto FC uh, for the MLS crown. So Toronto had a chance for two, but lost out to Seattle 
Sounders, which were the MLS champions this past year. Um, not too long off ago, the Nationals, if you remember, were the World Series champions. They defeated the cheating Houston Astros, the uh, world-renowned cheaters. The, the cheating Astros put up a fight, but uh, luckily with all their cheating, we're not able to defeat the Nationals who, you know, I'm sure... And everyone does a little bit of cheating, but not on a level of Houston Astros cheating. You know, sound effects, whistling. Um, Alex Bregman there just looking, he looks like a cheater. Um, excuse me. I mean, if he sat down at a table, a poker table, I would just get up immediately. If it, just He's got the cheating face. So, yes, the Nationals defeated the Houston cheating Astros uh, for the World Series. Thank you uh, for that. Um and then, of course, Clemson beating Alabama, which was awesome, too. I mean, so really, if you look at it, the Warriors lost to the Raptors. That was awesome. Um, the Nationals beat the cheating Astros. That was great. Football, I really don't give a shit about, really. Um, basketball, yeah, I, whatever. But Clemson beating Bama, that was awesome, just from, like, a hater standpoint. So, really, I mean, the Patriots kind of screwed that up. Not that I want the Rams like living in LA now, Rams fans are just kind of annoying because you're you're like Seattle fans. You're just new, and the fact that Seattle retired the twelve, I just found that watching the game. Like, oh, they retired the twelve jersey. They retired the fan. The fan jersey is retired. Good. Don't makes you feel good. Like they care, right? You know. To me, I just the twelve thing annoyed annoys me. One, they got it from Texas A and M, so it's not even their thing. To, um, where were you like the years leading up to it? I mean, it's just, I feel like if you have a, a jersey that says fan on the back, 12, it's just like you picked it up at Macy's or Target on your way to the game. It's your first game. You don't really know that much about it. Not to, not to rag on Seattle fans, but, um, anyway, uh, let's see. Clemson, I got, yep, got the, but that's, yes, the Rams fans. That's what I was saying. That's kind of how I feel now because when I go to Target or whatever, I just see tons of Rams stuff next to the Dodgers and just, I'm like, you can't be that big of a fan. I'm like, they've only been here three years. You know, that I guess it boils down to that. They, they just got here. Now, when the new stadium opens in like five years, okay. The fact that they got right to the Super Bowl, um, you know, that makes it a lot easier to be a Rams fan. But, uh, oh, there you go. See, my voice doesn't sound like I'm just chewing on rocks as much as it did. But it's easy to be a fan when you go to the Super Bowl. Now that they're shitty, we'll see. But the new stadium's going to be incredible. So that's going to help, um, help out Rams Nation. Chargers, I think just they got, I think they'll just end up back in. San Diego in like 10 years, kind of maybe 20, but they just, there's like a 10 to one. See, I was going to say 10 to one chargers or I'm sorry, Rams to chargers fan ratio, but it might be 20, 30 to one. I mean, you just don't see chargers fan. Like my wife's a chargers fan, but barely she hates philip rivers unwatchable team no home like there's there's a reason they're down in mexico the nfl's just like oh, yeah you guys play in front of sixteen thousand people and the chiefs are coming to town nah we're just gonna 
how about we just pull that game, put it in Mexico, and we just give you an extra like couple million bucks and 80,000 people watch it. And like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, so they just, they don't have a home here. But anyway, enough about shitting on the Rams. Um, let's see. Oh, so, sorry, I should have done this earlier, but I seem to get this out of the way before New Year's Eve comes. It's been, you know, I've had a nice free past couple days, been traveling a lot, went to Arizona, visited some family, had a good time there, uh, just relaxed, Christmas style, just sat around, ate food, um, went ice skating at the Queen Mary down in Long Beach, which was actually entertaining fun um had a few drinks had some dinner got out there just really conservative skating i'm not really i'm not trying to show off impress anybody you know my wife knows my my limits and i don't need to certainly impress her with my ice skating ability now let's just say i had like a six or seven year old daughter that was trying to teach to skate and uh say I knew how to skate, you know, I would be trying to impress her. And uh, that, again, that's not me, but that was, just happened to be one of the people out there was this little, what what I would guess would be a defenseman. I don't know, it looked like a bowling ball. For all you older people, if you remember the old NHL hockey, you got three choices. You got tall, skinny guy, you got medium guy, and you got short, kind of round guy. Uh, this is like short, round guy. Not fat, but just like a bulky, like a little pit bull on, on skates. But he's just tearing around this little ice rink. And it's the one that's got the Christmas tree right in the middle. You know, and you got the, the counterclockwise, <clears throat> excuse me, the counterclockwise flow. And you got the wall where my wife and I could be found. <clears throat> this guy, I don't know, he's probably going around 10, 10 times for every one lap I'm doing. And then uh, after about 20 minutes... So at this 20 minutes, I've gone around five times. So he's probably gone around 50, um, you know, maybe a lot. And then I just hear this like sound and it's this dude just sliding on his ass, eating it. Because the ice is like hot Southern California. You know, it was 75 today. So I don't know if it's like too slick or just it was very hard ice. And I know that's kind of redundant because ice is very hard, but it just felt extra hard. Like, your blade really wasn't sticking in there. But anyway, I was dying laughing. This guy ate shit in front of his daughter, um, who he was, like, picking up and spinning around. And, uh, you know, I think really just rubbing it into all the other dads. I mean, I was, you know, for me, I'm like, yeah, I get it. You guys practice. And if you don't, um, why are you practicing here um, at this public skate around? In Long Beach, where no one knows how to skate, dude. We get it. You grew up in Manitoba. You know what I mean? Like, this guy loves living in SoCal. He can show off his skating skills to the general public. But I bet if he took that up to Canada or Minnesota even, no one's impressed. They're like, yeah, this guy's horrible. You know, he's got horrible form. He's kind of heavy on his toes. Whatever weird ice skating critiquing uh, you'd give him. But uh, did that. uh, Did some golfing shot pretty bad i just was shanking everything but it was fun it was with the father-in-law and the wife we were just having a good time we're playing best ball and it was really crowded too so uh you know we did a lot of just putting around uh beforehand during waiting around to, to tee off that sort of thing but 
no, that was great. And then, um, yeah, that was about it. And then, let's see. Oh, before I forget, this episode, guys, we're going to have on Ronaldo Largo, who's the host of this uh, the show, The Hot Joint, which I enjoy. I actually was on a guest, uh, guest on the show um, not too long ago. Excuse me. And, uh, but it's really funny, creative, and, um, the guy's hilarious and just writes, produces, you know, just kind of does everything on the show. So, really talented guy. So, we're going to have him on and grew up in the Dallas area. So, uh, you know, old Cowboys fan, that sort of thing. But before we get to that, I sat down and kind of went over the, uh, 2019 you know so actually you know what we'll take a break here real quick and uh, when we come back i'm just going to rehash the year for me personally just kind of the, the that sporting events i went to things like that um but yeah we'll be right back take a quick break uh reference there i got some espresso felt my energy was down there in that first half so let me just hit it again here's a secret for you guys one this is how dedicated i am to the show i, I know i'm not going to bed till at least two in the morning so whatever i'm fine but two if you just take espresso and brew it like regular coffee it makes super 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 strong coffee so that's where i'm at right here so i'm going to recap the last year of my life, sports-wise, a little bit of comedy intertwined. Starting off with January, my good buddy, Davey Wester, been on the show. You all know him, very funny comedian. If you ever get a chance, by all means, see him. But we did um, a tour of shows starting in Southern California, um, went through Yuma, Arizona, through Texas, and we actually watched the national championship game in a hotel in Fort Worth, then later met up with... Uh, old buddy Kurt, who comes back into play in September. But um, anyway, so that's why I actually watched the national championship game. But we did a run of shows through the Midwest. Missouri was great. Um, good times. Uh, stopped off at the uh, Chihuahua's El Paso AAA Stadium because, you know, I like stadiums. wanted to look at it. But 
Um, that was in January, so did take a peek at that. Uh, February rolled around, went and saw Luka Doncic, had a triple-double, rookie season there. But the main reason I went to the, the Clippers-Mavs uh, game was to see, it was Dirk's final tour. I'd never seen Dirk and just kind of wanted to at least see him one time. And so it was a really cool moment. I know talked about it before in previous episodes, but Doc Rivers calling timeout with, I think, six seconds left, going to the scores table, grabbing the microphone, and just kind of calling him out and just standing ovation from the crowd. Great moment, real classy moment from Doc. Um, but, yeah, so that was uh, February. March was kind of interesting. I actually went to the LAFC season openers, the uh, football team or the soccer team here in L.A., brand-new stadium just south of downtown and really cool, right next to the highway. Uh, but they were playing sport in Kansas City. So good buddy Brandon flew out. We've seen many events together, including the Home Run Derby at the All-Star Game in San Diego 2016, um, various other Royals games, among many other things. But um, great guy. But he came out, had some tickets, so went to that. Uh, had a good time, left early, sporting Kansas City, ended up losing LAFC, ends up, I think they made it to the quarterfinals, uh, almost, you know, did decent or whatever, but had a great time, their, their fans are insane, are probably the best in the world as far as um, you get 10,000 people just cheering, dancing, you know, just going absolutely nuts uh, for the entire 90 minutes, so it's kind of annoying but then also you kind of you got to respect it too just because the songs are catchy and they play like there's like 15 different ones so eventually you kind of get like your greatest hits you're like i like those four and then when they come around you kind of like bounce around with it but you'll have to go find out for yourself but um also then went to uh clips mavericks game because I love the Saturday-Sunday games, you know, sometimes like when the Mavericks are, or the, I'm sorry, the Cavs, it's Clips-Cavs. This is March, end of the year, Cavs are horrible. I think the tickets were $8, 12 something like that. So um, I always try to take advantage of any, even if it's a bad team, because, yeah, I just like going, soaking it in, watch it, love watching Montrez Harrell just bully people in person. Um but then come April, baseball rolled around, started going to Dodgers, Angels, uh, go go to at least one Angels-Royals game every year. So I took care of that. Um, I was also, it was nice, it's like Nicky Lopez was playing, like the Royals prospect. But um, anyway, hopefully you guys will all know who that is in the next uh, 12 months because that means he'll have a, a good season. Uh, May actually was kind of nice, was did some shows down at the Blue Room in Springfield. So got a chance to go to my first Springfield Cardinals game. Now it was the first inning and the ninth inning because I had the show in between. Like ran in, did the caught a couple innings, then ran back after the show for the last – I think it was actually the last out. But um, I'd been there before. I'd seen a Missouri State, Memphis State college baseball game there. But – uh so I got to check that off the list. Um, June was kind of nice. Did my uh, bunch of comedy shows and then the annual float trip down in southern Missouri, northern Arkansas, um, which I know there's rivers all over the country. And so if you ever get the chance, I mean, it's just relaxing. Grab a cabin, grab some friends, 
some fishing poles, stuff that floats, a few beers, just some a lot of sunscreen, and then make sure everyone's in very uh, stable relationships because there's something about the river uh, in three days um, with very little internet connection, and then it causes uh, couples to argue and bicker, I've found, over the years. So make sure you got a stable relationships if, if those are involved uh, in the float trip. But uh, highly... Just just go. I know in Missouri there's a bunch. I mean, Arkansas for sure, Tennessee, Kentucky. I'm weary about the, you know, they're like, oh, we got these float trips in Florida. I'm like, don't you have alligators, though? Like, I'm always just, like, baffled about how just everyone's just running around by the water. I mean, I, look, I spent almost no time in Florida, obviously, with this really idiotic take on, on getting eaten by alligators. But I know it happens. I mean, I've been to Lakeland, which is just a swamp. But in the news where they're like, oh, homeless guy gets eaten by alligator because he takes a nap at the at the park. Alligator sneaks up for a homeless man kebab at 3 in the morning after he's passed out. I mean, that does happen. And then everyone's just walking their dog around the lake. Just, let's go kayak. Hey, you want to go uh, You want to go kayaking? And No, no. Not, I mean, if my defense against an alligator is a paddle and I'm in a kayak, no. I mean, even if, even if it's a one in 20,000 chance, like I'll stay in my car. I mean, so maybe I miss I know at some level I am misinformed. Maybe they're like, oh, the, the, they're crocodiles, not alligators or whatever. I mean, you're whatever the situation is, like I'm just always baffled about how much just easygoing swimming you guys do down in, in water down there in Florida, just knowing that you can get eaten. I just I just wouldn't do it. No, that's why I like you know Missouri rivers. There's really little chance you're gonna get bitten by anything other than like a snapping turtle, and that's super bad odds. They're they're, they're way down at the bottom, and that's just never not even an issue. Um, but so anyway, June float trip definitely the highlight. Ended up going to a Padres game um, down in San Diego in July. Went out to. Um, the Vegas Summer League, I'd recommend that. That's a great 40 bucks. You can watch five, six games. I mean, half yes, half the rosters don't make the league, but um, there's a lot of good players uh, playing and definitely a lot of great players standing around injured, uh, not participating. But it's a good investment for your dollar. If you can get to Vegas relatively cheap, um, I mean, Prices have gone down flight-wise. You can always, you know, fly into L.A. and drive. That's an option. It's only four hours. But um, did that and then went to my first Mets game in New York against the Padres. Went to a uh, Lancaster Jets. It's a California single-A league game. Lancaster's a high-desert city town um, about an hour north of L.A. So I went and checked that out. That was against the... Uh, Lancaster's the Rockies affiliate, and they were playing uh, the Giants, uh, San Jose Giants, single A. But, uh, yeah, the, so that was really hot and uncomfortable, but went to check that out. And then when I was in New York, went to a Bingham, Binghamton Rumble Ponies, the AA Mets team. Went and checked out that uh, stadium before a show that, that I had that night in Binghamton. Uh, good time. Tons of Mets fans. The seven-line army was very strong, so kudos to you Mets fans. Uh, good as usual. August, a couple Dodgers games. September, actually went back to Kansas City uh, for saw, caught two games against Detroit, a day game, and you know 
following day, you know, it was, I fly in, go to the night game, go to the day game, the following day, fly back. So, um, and then also later in September managed to get down to, uh, Rangers The Texas flew in there, um, uh, with the, uh, Red Sox. I think it was like the fourth or they're closing the stadium down. So I wanted to check out the ballpark in Arlington or globe life or what the hell is it called? I got it. Anyway, whatever it's called, I went there. Saw it, took it in, and now they're going to move across the street to a brand new stadium that just caught fire last month. So hopefully it opens in time uh, for the Rangers. But uh, then October, went to the NLDS game one when the Dodgers took the Nats. So Dodgers fans were me like, dude, we're going to sweep them, go on, you know, World Series, going to get it done. Uh, did not sweep the Nats. They came back, beat the Dodgers, and then um, fought their way to the World Series, where they ended up defeating, as we discussed earlier this episode, the cheating Houston Astros. Um, November, December, laid low. Haven't really been out that much. Tickets are real expensive for NFL games uh, around here, and haven't haven't made it to a Clippers game. We'll never go to a Lakers game. At least pay for one. Those are like 150 for upper deck. So, out on that. But um, when I mentioned going to Texas with the Rangers Red Sox. I did that at night when I was there during the day. I actually was on our next guest uh, show, The Hot Joint, uh, Ronaldo Largo, the host of that show. Um, but talked baseball cars. I, I put a clip up on our Instagram, social media somewhere. But uh, The Hot Joint, crazy, crazy show. Can't even really describe it. But, I mean, the, the entire season one, I think, is almost – released i think that i know that there's 10 episodes up i think he says there's 12 uh total coming for the season one but uh it's a great show i definitely check it out it's weird as shit is the best way to describe it um so you'll either love it or hate it but i'm one of those that that love it so um all right we'll go to break when we get back you'll be hearing the voice of ronaldo largo host of the hot joint um so sit tight we'll be right back after this and coming at you hot from coast to coast the hot joint is on the air now here's your host ronaldo longo Everybody, thank you for tuning in today on the high joint. All of you are tuning in on television, all you here live in the audience, and for those of you who have logged on to the internet to watch us there, thank you all for tuning in. All right, we are back, and as promised, we are with the host of one of my one of my favorite shows. I was a guest on it. Can't stop, can't get enough. Uh Ronaldo Largo. Welcome to Sportsaholics. Uh how you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's uh how are you doing, man? I know uh, the Cowboys, as we're recording this, haven't haven't quite made it in. Looks like they're not going to. Um, and uh, yeah, it's rough as it is every year since. Uh, shit, when was the last time they won a Super Bowl? Like a quarter of a century yeah, ago? Yeah, actually, I believe it was ninety four or ninety three. I can't remember. Well, uh, they they won two back to back. Yeah, they missed think, a year. 
Maybe not. And I think they came back and, and fought the Steelers or played the Steelers. And, uh, yeah, that would have been like 95, 96. It was after they switched uh, coaches. You know, Barry Switzer, I think, came on. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Jimmy Johnson out, Switzer in. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. The only thing uh, now that Cowboys do for me is drive my Uber rates up. You know, whenever they have a game, it's 56 bucks to get across town. Normally, $12. Yeah. So you're like, thank you, thank you, Jerry. Bankrupt because of these bastards. Yeah. Like shit. The least they could do is win a fucking game. <laughs> have you been? Sure. Have you been in the new um, state? Have you been the new stadium yeah. yet? I actually have. I I went there shit for like a dirt bike race probably two weeks after it opened. Almost got kicked out. You you don't have you ever been there? No, I've I've been I've seen it on the outside. I went to the uh, That's Rangers. It's the biggest fucking thing you've ever been in. Like. You can be inside and look to the top, and you can't even see what's going on up there. So we were, we tried to climb to the summit. It was like climbing a mountain, and they had some shit roped off, and we just kept going higher and higher. I mean, the things, who knows how many floors high that is. But we got to the top of the whole deal, and then, like, a pack of security guards came up there. They had flashlights. I don't know why. It's the brightest place on Earth. Anyways, they had flashlights, and they're pointing at us, and then some other ones came from another one. They pointed at us. It's like, there they are. Okay. And so we had to go down there. Like, y'all aren't supposed to be up here, but it's like a, they have a whole uh, a police station in there. You know that? They I do wrestle now. wrestle the drunks. In. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you guys are just ridiculous. You know, just. Yeah. I mean, they didn't take us in there. They said, hey, don't come back up here. We had to go back down and didn't drink $12 beers or whatever the hell it was. But, um, yeah, that was one time. And then the next, I think, shit, I've been there like twice. I went there once for WrestleMania, biggest traffic <laughs> nice. jam of my life. Very nice. Yeah. Now, when you say biggest in your a, life, were you talking two hours in, three hours out? or? Yeah. Oh, uh, shit, I made the wrong turn. See, I had a friend that used to sell tickets right there. He's like, you can park in my parking lot for free. Okay, cool. So when I was going out, I should have made a left, and I would have been home in 20 minutes. Instead, I made a right. I sat there for two and a half hours in a, I don't know how long, you know, it was pr- probably a half a mile traffic jam, just drunk wrestling fans all over the place. There was like over 100,000 people there. It was the biggest WrestleMania ever. They say, you know, they might have fudged the numbers a little bit, but there was still a lot of motherfuckers, even if they were 10,000 short still 90,000 people. Well, so, when you uh, look... It's just up, like a whole city of people. That, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe that happens where you're at all the time, but it was the first time I'd seen anything like that. Dodgers can pack it out, but when you looked up to those seats that you got kicked out of for get, try, the summit, if you will, uh, were, yeah. there, were there people sitting up there? No, it was all shut down. I mean, it was like a dirt bike race, so the thing was probably... Oh, I know. I mean, for I WrestleMania. Know. For WrestleMania. Oh, that yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, that was packed to to the brim full to the brim there i mean shit they couldn't have fit any more people in there you know if they wanted to but yeah when that was a few years back and then uh i think i went to a cowboys game somebody got free tickets to a cowboys game and uh i don't know anytime you go there it's you know you're gonna be broke when you leave yeah and um shit i can imagine how you'd feel you spent all that money and the cowboys lost and then you have to listen to that liar jerry jones (laughs) yeah with his arkansas roots lying to everyone like he's a texan through and through uh yeah i mean people think all the fans really like that guy but 
everyone's just i mean we're probably more sick of them than anyone it's just uh you know whenever you get like an old man in charge and he just doesn't want to relinquish power to anyone it's one of those kind of deals yeah there's pros and cons because it's I'm, yeah i've heard players talk about how he takes so much of the spotlight it helps you know it takes away from the time that they can be bothered after the game yeah a little you bit you see but... uh who, who was it the eagles they played last yeah when, whenever like i don't know what it was like 30 seconds left and then they bungled some move for like the 20th time and then you, they showed Jerry Jones, and you just saw like a big fur coat from behind as he was walking. <laughs> like, let's get out of here. No yeah, he's like, come on, guys, and all this entourage, you know, like a pissed off rich old man type of deal. You got it, Jerry. Town. Wait, you want to take the you want to take the Mercedes or, or the Cadillac? The helicopter, the fast one. That's pro- you know something like that. I don't know how he gets out of there, you know. There must be like some tunnel that takes him to the highway that we don't know about. Yeah, he's got an Elon Musk pass, so Elon's already burrowed tunnels for Jerry to get around in yeah. major cities that only Jerry and a few uh, select billionaires have access to. Yeah, he, he might have like some kind of medical station down there to give him a facelift at any time. You know, if he fucks shit up too bad and can't get out of there, the fans are rabid or going wild, there's a riot or whatever. All right, Jerry, facelift time. And he just sneaks on out. Yeah. You know, he might have done that three or four times and then they just put it back when he comes back. And his alias is Tex Riviera. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, my name's Tex know. right now. Stop calling me fucking Jerry, goddammit. Um, mm. well, so whenever I was on uh, listeners, I was on the hot joint. Um, you can go find it on YouTube. Uh, but when I was on, we got into baseball cards. And, you know, it's, I felt like you had a warm spot in your heart yeah. for the Yeah, I've got for the, the baseball card. They're just everywhere here in my house. You know, you leave something like that around, they're just going to get scattered around. So people keep coming over and... Uh, recognizing those baseball cards uh, and asking me about them so yeah like the ones from specifically from our episode yeah yeah those are the only baseball cards i have at my house and i used to collect them when i was a kid and uh shit who knows what happened to all those cards man i used to feel so bad because what was it like upper deck or something had this mail away program where you, like one in 50 packs you'd win you know like a mail away thing and you'd, sh- you'd send it off and they'd ship you the cards back in like a plastic thing they're supposed to be worth a lot anyways i fucked up and didn't send it out like in time and i lost the chance to have all those free cards one time biggest regret of my childhood until i found out that you know they're a dime a dozen i could just get on ebay and probably find those and now i just don't even care i feel better about it so Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have a top stadium club keychain, uh, a select member keychain on my keys. Uh, and I remember to get that was so ex- so exclusive back in the early 90s. And I think it was like 40 or 50 bucks. And anyway, yeah. you can buy the whole thing, get all the holograms. Uh, I think it's $8. And you get the keychain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you if you were there, you'd probably get it even cheaper. I mean, that 8 bucks is probably most of it's going towards shipping. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or then you get the people that are like, I have 17 of these uh, for $50, any takers. Oh, really? I don't even look at it. Was that on eBay or something? Yeah, I, I had to stop looking. I, oh, I was shit. spending. I have more cards now than I ever, times 10, than I ever did as a kid. Uh, God. 
it's like, I had quite, I used to go to all the baseball shows and everything back then. And, uh, then I kind of like trans transitioned off into like comic books and stuff at some point. And, um, you, I don't know. Those are worth a little more, I guess. Well, I mean, I can tell, like, uh, in some of your in the art that I've seen, and, and listeners, you can follow at Ronaldo Largo or at the Hot Joint Show to Instagram, uh, Facebook accounts. You can search. Um, but you do a lot of sketching, and I, I noticed recently uh, one of your uh, Mike Judge had commented or uh, or liked one of your photos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one of your cartoons my, like I feel- Beavis and Butthead guy, the father of Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill and uh, Idiocracy. Remember that? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm, that's, how, how strange is that? You know, <laughs> to watch that now, you'd be like, "Oh, that'd be perfect to live in that environment compared to this one." No, I don't know. <laughs> but I was talking about that the other day. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he he really liked that, or well, he liked it. I don't know if he really. Liked but uh, yeah that was pretty cool you know probably one of the most inspirational or most important animators of the modern era Mike Judge yeah and I always call him Mike Judd too I always forget it's Judge so um, but I mean I didn't say that to him but do you remember the Judds it's like a country band yeah Yeah. they were sisters or something or yeah, well, they look like that. I think one was a mother or something. But yeah, mother. I wanted to draw a picture of Mike Judd with them, maybe send it to him. But <laughs> <laughs> well, in your work, it's comic book influence. That's where I was going with that. Like in some of your pieces, you know, um, just you know, a lot of character. Listeners, very talented guy with the hot joint to show that he's written, directed, produced, filmed, edited. I mean, everything. You know, solo and. Um, Really yeah, impressive. A lot of work. And you just finished season one, which is comprised of 10 episodes. And episode 10 just came out. It was uh, kind of a greatest hits, which actually, if yeah. you're just being introduced to the show for the first time, maybe start there and then you can go back. But uh, what? Yeah, I still have two more episodes, too, for this season. So uh, hopefully that'll wrap up by February. It takes me forever. You know, whenever I started doing this, I thought it'd be a much quicker process. But it's like uh, editing a movie every month. And then as soon as I'm done with that, I have to write another script and then shoot it and then edit it. And, I mean, it's just a big revolving thing. There's no time off. You know, I might have like a few days or something just to sit on my ass and think about it. And then then you got to hop right back into it. But, well, I'm, where do you draw like uh, for like the storylines or for the guests? Are you, you kind of reaching out to people? that you've met over the years you're like oh that guy was interesting or, or this girl um that. to be honest I've, I've spent the last before i started doing this like the last three years i was like hiding out i was laying low so a lot of these people i i don't know who they are they didn't know who i was you know and uh now i've become really good friends with a lot of people that were on the show and shit. but um no i don't know um I'm trying to think uh, how we find our guest. You know, it's always somebody saying, hey, you, you should have this guy on. At first, we were trying to dig him up ourselves. We had a few people cancel, too. Um, I think I spooked them, you know, once they <laughs> saw, like, the first or second episode. We had a, pe- a few people drop out. But that's okay. 
I mean, the show's not for everybody, but, um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I find them all over the place. Like the other night, I was, uh, I was going to this Christmas party. Uh, before I get into this, I, I should, uh, tell you, well, uh, I was texting you earlier and I wasn't in restraints. I was at a restaurant. I just can't spell restaurant. It's a, so, it's a hard word to spell. There's like hidden. Yeah, well, my phone wasn't helping me. It was like, I'm in restraints. I was like, no. <laughs> You're like, I'm and eating it, it food changed in it again. In a, at a table. Full of, full yeah, of other so, people doing the same thing. Yeah, I just wanted to clear that up before I forgot about it. Um, but yeah, what, what, what was it uh, you were asking me? Oh, how I find the guests? Yeah, yeah. Or just, you know. Oh, oh yeah. no, I, I got a Uber. I was going to a Christmas party. That's Or a New Year's party, some sort of party. And um, so I get an Uber driver. And um, it ends up being that uh, this Cadillac pulls up like a nice ass Escalade. Usually, you know, I'm, I'm used to like a compact, stinky car with no AC or whatever. This time, the Escalade pulls up, and it was one of the rich ones, you know, with the lights that go all the way to the top. And so I'm like, well, holy shit, did I press the wrong button? You like that go, that go XL Gold, you know. yeah, something like that. It's like, like, yeah, no wonder it's fifty six dollars. You're just you're on the <laughs> wrong. But, <laughs> but it, yeah, it was only seventeen bucks, and it ended up. Uh, it was a guy named Doctor Rock who was. Uh, he owns a bunch of strip bars around here. He just sold a whole bunch, and we ended up. I talked to him. We knew a bunch of the same people. Um, he, he's he's friends with one of my real close friends named Mike. So, uh, anyways, me and Doctor Rock got to talking, and um, yeah, he, he's uh, he's going to be on the show at some point. Uh, my friend Mike talk to him and study well i haven't spoke to him yet but uh other than the, nice the uber ride but anyways he's he's not broke or anything he's just, he sold all his strip bars and um now he has like a dance club or something he goes to at night and he, he just t- picks up uber, uber drivers they're on his route because he gets bored or whatever tired of sitting at home so it's like yeah man that's cool <laughs> dr rock and it and, and it it was right as the mushrooms were kicking in too i'm sitting back because i he, he was in um you know the rock band pantera yeah 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 he he was co-owner they owned some strip bars and shit he was like co-owners of the strip bars with oh, him he told me how they great met and everything then. so you got all sorts yeah, and he, of... he's in all these videos uh all the pantera home videos and shit and i'm sitting there thinking holy shit this guy's driving me around this guy from my childhood that was you know i'd see all over the place now i'm in the back of his escalade and the mushrooms are kicking it. I mean, it couldn't have gotten any better. And I was on, a, on the way to a party. Like, fuck, that was a good night. <laughs> you <can> you know, <laughs> recapture just a fraction of that. And then there was a fight at the party, but I missed it. Somebody got thrown in a pool, I heard. Is that a in fight the, or is in, that just like a bad scene from a high school movie? Well, I saw some uh, pictures of uh, some hands that were busted up. So it, it was a fight. It was a, a Christmas tree got destroyed, I heard. I don't know all the details. They get rowdy down there in Texas, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Especially during the holiday season, people get, you know, they're they're indoors, all cooped up, and you know, trying trying to be on their best behavior. And then they hit a party, and um, so anything goes at that point. Yeah, you, you're forced into a lot of situations where it's like babies, mamas, daddies are in the same room now. Yeah, you know, there's just a lot of overlay like that, and. Why didn't you get mm-hmm. all of your kids a present? You know, you just got mm-hmm. Danny and Sandra a gift. 
You forgot. That's a problem. You yeah. start buying presents, you got to get them for all of them. All your kids. I don't care if you hate them. I don't them. have no kids myself, but, you but know. Like, in general. Uh, just, I feel like I do because sometimes the people on the show that, you know, my co-stars, I have to look after them like a bunch of kids. Yeah. But. Well, that's where the magic that's, comes. I mean, I got a dog, too, but he doesn't know what time of year it is. Um, but Amazon gift cards, I mean, shit, I just go buy a stack of those and pass them out. You know, if anyone starts asking about where's my present, then I flip it out. Otherwise. Like, oh, yeah, here it is. $37, yeah. or I think, no, no, $32 <laughs> left on this one. Here you go. Uh, yeah. Now, when you said your dog, I noticed the last episode you had your dog stuffed. Is that the same dog, or do you have a dog that's alive? Uh, well, yeah, I guess I got two dogs. One that's mounted, stuffed, taxidermied, however you want to say it. Uh, and then I got another one that's, yeah, he's still alive. And by the way, I'm not stuffing any dog ever again. That was probably like two dogs ago, too. Every time, see, I'm a big Labrador fan. I got yellow labs. Every time one dies, I'll just buy another one. I'll go to the shelter and find one. But, um, yeah, so that was like two dogs ago. But, no, I'm not ever doing that again. That was the worst idea ever because now I'm stuck with a giant taxidermy dog. This was a 130-pound dog, so he's bigger than some people. And it's just a huge monstrosity. I don't know what to do with it at this point. I'd feel horrible throwing it away or whatever. Plus, the guy charged me a fortune to do it and um and yeah i don't know what to do it's like you're stuck with it for the rest of your life kind of unless you want to go through the guilt trip of throwing away your favorite pet but shit i I, you know what else happened there it was even worse than seeing the i mean the taxidermist he just did absolutely horrible work it was so bad i couldn't even complain all i could do is stand there and think what a fool you were to try to think this was going to be a great idea that it would turn out good and it didn't so <laughs> it looked that i mean you know it it looked kind of like a deer lab like it's a real yeah wide hind quarters like a- well what he did he he told me he said i had to get two coyote mounts and this was an old cowboy type of guy so he had like years of, ex- of horrible mounting experience yeah, but he was just, like, out of tune. You know how at some point you just get completely out of tune with the rest of the world? It was a guy like that. And, um, yeah, he told me he bought two coyote mounts and sawed them together, like, sawed them in half and then glued them together. So he made, like, an extra long dog. Mm. Uh, yeah. You remember, like, the Three Stooges, whenever they'd get in the horse, mm-hmm. the costume, they'd, be, they'd all be – it looks like that. That is exactly like what, what looks weird about it, yeah. Yeah, and then it's like, like the dog, dog was all wrinkly. He stretched its face out to where it's all smooth. And then <laughs> the t- the final thing that pissed me off about his taxidermy do- job, he he put a smile on my dog's face. And um, yeah, I mean it just looks so corny. Who my dog never smiled. Dogs don't smile. They just. <laughs> And then at that point, you can kind of say, well, maybe he's laughing or whatever. But, <laughs> like, there he's happy. But, yeah. So maybe, like, have a tongue drooping out, something like that would have been more appropriate yeah. with the smile. And but, the yeah. ears. The ears look like satellite dishes. They were just this big, flat, and pointy, like flat. And oh, we're losing you here. I don't know if. Uh, oh, shit. There we go. Oh. There we go. 
Sorry about that. No, you're uh, right. Yeah, he screwed up the ears too. The ears are like just wings. It's so horrible. That that was a part of the. And then what was the your guest at the time? Because she she was dealing in death, right? Is that? Oh yeah, she's a mortician. She just got done. Uh, she graduated from the mortician school. Yeah, her name's Val. She's all, she's a bartender uh, at this bar I go to, but she's also like does a whole bunch of other shit. And um, yeah, so she just got out of mortician school, dabbling with the dead. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's what we were talking about. I mean, I I thought it was one of my best interviews of all time, just because I was fascinated by the subject. I mean, I could talk about that all all night long, even though it's a grim subject. Uh, you got to know what happens. You got to take notes in life, and you know, keep your eyes open for the grim reaper. And, because it's going to happen to everybody at some point. You're going to be laying in the coroner's room naked, every one of you, unless <laughs> yeah. you've been if burnt you're lucky. up. Yeah. Uh. That's what I think of whenever I'm like, shit, I'll be laying in the morgue naked, and they'll see my wiener. <laughs> that's, that's an eerie thought. But uh. it, it's going to happen to everyone unless you get burnt up in a wreck or something. The uh, oh, rough, well, I was gonna say, listeners, if if any of you out there do anything crazy or exciting or in a band or musician, by all means, reach out to the show. I know it's always open for submissions to any any types of guests, or if you're in the Dallas yeah. area, but uh, yeah, the Dallas area, you gotta so, be around here somewhere. Uh, at Ronaldo Largo, and then or at the Hot Joint Show, I think on Instagram. Either way. Like we'll repost some links and everything, but uh, um, yeah. that those are the proper plugs, right? There's no website yet. Oh no, the YouTube actually, the Hot Joint Show also on YouTube. That's the main. Yeah, that's got all the episodes on there, um, all the clips, yeah. interviews, stuff Instagram, like that. Instagram, uh, we got an Instagram thing going on too. Yeah, just go type in the Hot Joint, Ronaldo Largo, and something will come up. Go to Google or wherever. Just type it in and you'll probably find something it's like a bunch of gold and red curtains and glitter and uh more glitter and sequences yeah just a bunch of sparkly shit i mean it's real pretty that's that was my goal when i made i just went gorgeous to be, it's gorgeous breathtaking. Know, yeah like, breathtaking like yeah exactly um, and um it's like that scene in home alone when they when you see like the house and the snow's falling and there's christmas tree you know it's just yeah it moves you, you well, shit, what, the, like the when I first went to your YouTube page, I was like, "Let me just get. I need a drink of water, just to gather, <laughs> gather my yeah. thoughts and and just make sure, you know, where it's like. Yeah. Where do I start? There's so much to choose from. So, you know where um, I got the inspiration for for all that red and gold, and it, it had nothing to do with Home Alone. It, it was, it, in fact, the exact opposite kind of thing. I was in Seattle. You ever been there? Yeah. Gorgeous city, yeah. with, aside from all the homeless people. Well, I haven't been there in 10, 12 years or something. So it was, I mean, they, they were still a lot back then, but nothing like it is now, I'm sure. And um, there used to be a place called the Lusty Lady. I have to look it up. There's one in San Francisco, too. They both closed. But what it is, it's a peep show. And um, I was up in Seattle visiting one of my friends. And um, we went to this thing called the Lusty Lady the Peep Show. You just put the quarters in, and this little window opens up, and it, it opens like you're in. Oh, it's horrible before the, the, the window opens up, 
because you go in, there's like all these booths and a bunch of dudes are getting in there and jacking <laughs> off and shit. And so I go. Well, I mean, why would they shut court, these down? I think they just could, they weren't making enough revenue or something. They sh- they should have been quarters. Going up yeah, on the, you had yeah. me. At, you, yeah, they kind of screwed themselves. I, even back then, I was like, "It's only a quarter to put, see this." All right, everyone, put the, your nickels in. Uh, yeah, and I even dropped a quarter, and I uh, didn't hear it bounce. Oh, and, that's good. And, that's I what mean, you want. Just use hear. your imagination. You don't want to pick up any quarters you drop at the peep show. Yeah, because you walk in there. Oh my god, it was horrible. I had to hold my nose. See, and Seahawks fans, you're disgusting. This is all Seahawks. The 12th man's in there keeping that place uh, open. Oh, uh, it was rough. But anyways, the once I got the quarter in, the thing opened up to a room of magic. Just imagine it. I don't know. It was, like 20, it was kind of like a long rectangle thing, but it was nothing but like red velvet with gold poles. And, uh-huh. I mean, there was like strippers in there doing whatever. Like one would come up and stick her ass right up to the window. Like this was their trick. Your quarter would only be good for about 30 seconds and you'd have to put another one in. So then there'd be a cliffhanger ending. Mm. What they do mm. is the thing's shutting down. They like stick their ass up to the window or something and, and then like, like kind of wag their finger, like do the come in here motion, you know, come over here type yep. of thing. Yep. Better pull so out another quarter. Put, yeah. Put more quarters in and the rest of the show and and uh they had two setups too it was they had the one-way mirror or they had just the clear glass and so i'm in the one-way mirror and i look over and it's funny because you could see the clear glass guys and you just see like their face looking out of a square <laughs> i looked over there and i saw my friend and uh so oh shit there he is but it was that that was the, the, the inspiration was it. okay and, uh, and he ended up getting with one of those girls later on. She had like a big musical note tattoo on her leg, and I think they went back to his house and did like uh, Watch played Disney a bunch movies. of Monopoly or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they probably played Disney Monopoly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Mr. Largo, I, I mean, this was years ago. I, no, I mean, no. Yeah, I mean, you're. Matter. This is like this is in the aughts. You know, we're in the we're in the twenties now, so almost. So yeah, uh, this was like and, two decades ago. Yeah, and then later on, like the next day, I was somewhere. I was at a pizza place, and I was real high. And I went in there and I knocked over somebody's drink. Somebody had a drink that was like a foot and a half tall. You know, like probably three or four sodas in one thing, and I knocked it over and the the table had like a rim around the top of it. So the whole table just filled up with this guy's soda. It was like about an inch mm. thick of soda. And I, I was like, oh, I'll take care of that. And I went and got a roll of paper towels and I put one of the paper towels in there and it just instantly, I was like, man, you're just going to have to like drain this or something. So then <laughs> I just ran out of there. I just hauled ass laughing like a fucking maniac. And you know how Seattle has, uh, it's kind of like San Francisco. It's got the 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 uh, hills and shit going down. I just started hauling ass down this hill, uh, just as fast as I could, laughing like a maniac. And then I got a taxi. This was before Uber and all that shit. So I got a taxi, and I and the guy said, "Where do you want me to take you?" I said, "The lusty lady." So I went back there, and I I didn't even want. It was just the first thing that popped in my head, and um, yeah. So I went back there, and I was more amazed at the set. So, like I said, that's that's where all the inspiration. You went back. You're like, let me just make some mental notes. I like the way that the couch is and the pole. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, 
shit. I mean, look look up the pictures of the lusty lady if you ever find it, and that was uh, you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Or just listeners, watch the hot joint. You'll you'll see a great representation of it right there on the yeah. set, which is gorgeous. I feel like gorgeous. Unfortunately, when I was on the show, listeners, um, Mr. Largo here was in the hospital, so we conducted the interview from the hospital bed. Um, which yeah. I thought was pretty brave of you, and like, I just, yeah, I just know, got out of there too. It showed it me <clears throat> up. Showed your commitment Lots. to the show, and um, but yeah, I'm glad you're out finally, and you know, feeling better. I'm sure you'll be off the meds here pretty soon, but um, but yeah, it's good. I'm glad that you're back. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be back home for the holidays. You know, I thought it was going to be in there straight through the new year, but. You gotta, you gotta get out of there sometimes. Yep. They'll, yep. They'll just keep you in the hospital forever, especially if you've got good insurance nowadays. And, uh, Can't keep uh, uh, Ronaldo Largo down. That's that's not an old saying. It's a new one that I, I'm hoping to kind of just start right now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, listeners, like you said, there's two episodes left in season one. Uh, season two, I'm sure, follows the summer some point. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, sometime next. Uh, yeah, in the in the uh, spring, like we all we, this year, I think our first episode was on April Fool's Day, so I might do that again. But if it's too long, I might even do it earlier. I don't know yet. We'll just have to play it by ear. There you go, cliffhanger. Uh, yeah. Mr. Largo, thanks for your time. Keep up the great work, and listeners, follow the man. Uh, go to our social media. We have got everything tagged up, but uh, and go to Hot Joint, the Hot Joint Show. Uh, look it up on YouTube. All the episodes are there. Grab a couch. Grab grab some beers. And you'll be entertained for hours. There you go. Those are huge Pantera fans back then. Um, I wasn't a huge one, but do a couple hits. But anyway, Ronnie, thanks for coming on. Renato Largo, host, extraordinaire producer, writer, editor, videographer, right? Just does everything, artist guy. So um, check out the show. Um, and I think that's gonna be the last little bit of. The last episode of 2019, the last episode of the decade. It's been a weird, long year. Um, I really, let's see, personally, looking within, I think I left left, left some opportunities on the table uh, with, that, with just being unorganized. A couple follow-up emails that slipped through the cracks, that sort of thing. So... 
that's my deal for next year is not hit the gym. I guess hit the mental gym. Just try to get more organized. And um, even, like even with the show, you guys listening, you know, it's like three weeks ago by. And that part of it, look, with Eric being in New York, that, you know, that adds a little bit a level of difficulty with, with uh, scheduling. But I think I'm going to just try to take the reins and then, you know, schedule interviews when we can. And just try to just do the once a week, just for just for the listeners, for you guys. Just it's just that way it's fair. It's more of a show instead of just some random hodgepodge productions of of sports, random stories and stuff like that. Because that's I mean that's one of the reasons I do the show, just to get just so I can learn more, you know, from guest to guest. You know, like um, what you know conspiracies theories with Sam Tripoli, uh, you know, minor league baseball stuff, just whatever it is. And so, but I enjoy doing it. And so I'm just going to try to dedicate myself to just getting a little bit, getting a lot more organized. And I think that'll come through as far as the, the production quality of the show, the frequent, uh, the frequent um, release of the show, just being weekly, just much more consistent. Um, And then on, I said don't go to the gym, but I think going to the gym, I mean, I'm in my late 30s now, going to be 39 here in a couple months, and I could definitely feel the the thing, whatever the whatever that thing is where you can eat a whole pizza and you feel it for like three weeks after you eat the pizza, even if you like don't even eat anything, like for three or four days after eating the pizza, just to make up for eating the pizza, it still feels like you ate a pizza for four or five days after you ate. Oh, and I know you're like, Hey, well maybe, maybe don't eat a whole pizza, but, um, then yeah, that's great advice. Don't eat the whole pizza. But in this case, and in most cases, I'm going to eat the whole pizza. And that's because you can blame it on my wife. She does order, but she also, uh, knows how upset I get if she gets pizza delivered and there's just one. I'm like, why didn't we get two? And it's part of that's just I'm cheap. I know for seven extra dollars we could have gotten another large, and then I could have had pizza for two days. And then she reasons with me and says, look, if you have pizza for two days, you're gonna feel like shit the entire month. And uh, she's right. And the next thing you know, on my fridge it says, don't eat pizza for 30 days. And I've got like these little boundaries I got to set. That's how much I enjoy eating an entire whole pizza. But um, yeah, next year, big things, just staying busy, staying focused Uh, for you guys at home. You know, just, I suggest doing the same and look, I've got no reason to tell anyone how to do anything in their life. My shit's all over the place, but uh, you know, try to focus in on something, learn something new, uh, trim the fat, you know, if you got something weighing you down, you know, just, yeah, whatever, just disregard it. You don't need that shit in your life, right? Uh, maybe hit the gym, diet a little bit. Uh, uh, maybe, I don't know, what what else can you do? After? Go on vacation? That sounds dumb. You know what I want to do? I want to hike the Appalach- Appalachian Trail, but not, not all at once. My thing is I think I want to just set in and do like a week or maybe like 10 days a year, right? You know, just do a week at a time. And then over the course of the next 20, 25 years, just chip away at it. And then you got, that's like your summer vacation every summer is to go hike the trail. Plus, now you got a reason to stay in shape all summer 
are all years like, hey, I've got the trail thing. And then everyone knows, like, you're a badass because every summer you go hike the trail. Is that it? I think, okay, that's what I'm, that I've just decided in my mind. That's my 2020. I'm writing it down right now. 2020 goals. And you guys take a pin out at home. Do the same thing. 2020 goals. Hike. Um, no, because I got family in Georgia now. So don't, it's like, oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, it is. All I got to do is get to Atlanta. I got to ride. Rent a car, do it like the float trip style where you park the car 70 miles down the hike and you drive back and then you just hike to the car. That's how that works. So hike Appalachian, that's not how you spell that. I think there's an H in there. Trail, that is how that word is spelled. Start small. We'll just go like uh, three to four days. So, I mean, what's that in mileage? 15 miles? Like, let's just try to go 80 miles. Let's just try. Let's try to go 80 miles on a 2100 mile trail. Whatever. Let's just. I'm gonna get my phone. Let's see. At that pace, 80 miles. Let's see here. And for you math wizards at home, you beat me. 2100 miles divided by 80. 20. So 26.25. So it would take me 26 years to do that. So that's. Uh, Nice. So if I start this year, I'll be done by the time I'm 65. So I think let's just do that. And then, look, if I have kids, now I can bring them along when they're teenagers and they're shitty friends when they're like 13, 14. And by then I'll be like way up north probably by the like New York, hopefully. So you can like go hike for a couple of days and go into town and be like, yeah, here you go, Roger. I'm not naming my kid Roger, but that just came to mind. But it's like, yeah, this is New York. And. But uh, you get the idea. So, yes, I put that down to pull out your pin. For me personally, just want to hike 80 miles Appalachian Trail. Just get that started. I think that's going to be a new tradition starting this year. But, um, guys, thanks again for listening, um, you know, for sharing. Uh, if you, this is your first time, you're like, what the hell's going on here? This is this just the show. Pretty, pretty lax. Pretty pretty laid back um for you long time listeners i mean they've been through us on and off and back on and off and off and on over the years thanks for sticking with us for subscribing and just being like oh it's wednesday night at midnight here's a new episode just randomly you know how they pop up but thanks for sticking with us um and uh yeah i think that's about it man i'm excited for the 20s it's gonna be a good year I know for me, any 10-year chunk is, is big, but I know through the 20, you know, being, you know, 20 through 30, look, life goes by fast, and 30 now going through 40, that was an incredible decade for myself, you know, comedy-wise, and, you know, this past year, finally got my first album out, Midnight Marauder, if you haven't checked that out, by all means, please do, uh, it's on Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, so that was that was big. But, you know, this next one, I just 10 more years. I don't know. I want to do – I got my pen. So I'm going to put this on the show right now. Let's put this down there. And this is just – I'm putting – let's just turn it off. If you don't, I don't give a shit. Turn it off. I don't care. This is what I'm going to do in the next 10 years for the 2020 – through the 30s let's see i would say eventually i have kids i'm gonna say i'll say 1.5 to 2 
Well, so that's two. I guess you can't have one and a half kids unless you have like a man, a midget or a small person, whatever is politically correct. Uh, I want to do like uh, let's say five albums. That's just working my ass off writing. I've got. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm gonna do a baseball concept album. There you go. Write that down. You guys listening? Baseball concept album. What that is, I don't know. But I've always wanted to do baseball comedy together. Um, it's hard to talk and write. There we go. Concept. Um, I've got a couple show ideas that that have been in my head, partially on paper. So that's um, that's more short term, not for the necessarily the decade. So I'll just put uh, I'll put that down for next year, twenty twenty. And guys, again, if you got at home, pull out a paper, write your own goals down. You don't have to copy mine. But I, I want to say, uh, finish these two scripts that I've been just kind of batting around for the past year, year and a half. Um, one set in sunny San Diego, and one's uh, actually the other one set in California as well. Don't want to spill the beans here, but uh, yeah, I'll let you know when those get finished. Hopefully, about this time next year. Hopefully, before. Um, Let's see. So for the decade to recap, five albums, baseball concept album, finish two script, have two kids. Uh, let's just say buy a house. There we go. Right. Set goals for myself there. Acquire a house. You know, I've, I've got two kids now, so they need a place to stay. So they'll stay in that house with my wife and I. Right. Uh, I've got we've got vehicles, so I don't really need to put that down. Um Let's see. Uh, I always wanted a cabin. You know, this is, we're, if we're gonna vi- if we're vision boarding shit, then we're vision boarding. I'm gonna put cabin, and I always wanted a cabin um, by a river, but not one that's that's. Here's the problem with Missouri rivers: like they flood, because it's if you're downstream from where there's massive rain, it all just flows south. So, which even happens in the mountains, like with even with glacier melt. There can be flooding, so it's like I, you're really looking for a river kind of on a high bluff. But goddamn, you'd be shocked at how high that water can get. Can rise, can rise a good 70, 80 feet. So I'll put cabin. And look, guys, thank you, for, thanks for staying with me here. This is just just complete nonsense rambling. But I'm vision boarding, so I don't want to. I don't want to stop. I just happen to be recording. So cabin by a river, check. Do that where that would be. Nobody knows yet. Uh, we'll decide on that hopefully by 2027. 20, uh, uh, write that down there. Um, okay. And then for this next year, Sportsaholics, I want to do 45 episodes next year, guys. Would you stay with us for 45? And that's not even one a week. I'm just, you know, time off, things like that. So that's why I put that out there. 45 episodes for 2020. Um, and I'm going to start, I'm, I'm going to start a Patreon. So you guys have, haven't made one dime, asked for one dime over the years doing this. I actually have made a little bit of money, but it's by way of comedy. Those, those of you that listen have come out to shows, you know, bought tickets, bought merchandise. Thank you guys for that. Awesome. But so we're going to finally start up a Patreon. Um, so if you guys want to subscribe to that, just, you know, donate a dollar a month or, you know, whatever. 
you'd like to donate, that'll become available here um, in, the, in the coming weeks or as you, maybe you listen to this in the future, it's available now. Um, so definitely going to do that. Um, and that's kind of a plug, right? Uh, and let's go into plugs and we'll end it, okay? So for January, uh, I'm going to be this is 23rd, 24th, and 5th. I'm going to be at the Edgewater Casino in Laughlin, Nevada. And then I think... Actually, hold on. Let me get my calendar because I make sure that's right. Uh, yes. So the 24th, 5th, and 6th at the Edgewater Casino in Laughlin. And then Monday the 27th at the Hyundai Casino in Pine Top, Arizona, which is about two hours east, northeast of uh, Phoenix. And it's the only place in Arizona where you can go skiing. So I'm hoping to God I don't get snowed in. Uh, but we'll... We'll discuss that at a later episode. But guys, I love you to death. Thank you for listening. And if Eric were here, he'd say the same thing. Toot toot. That's the uh, the whistle. That's all about the energy I got. The uh, I don't want to drink really any more espresso because it's getting late. Um, and then I won't be able to go to bed till four. So, but guys, girls, listeners, thank you for listening. Thanks for supporting the show. Love you to death. And most importantly, stay obsessed. We'll see you, and we'll see you in the new decade. <laughs> It'll be 2020. Get it? It's like a different decade, even though it's only three or four days from now. Drink this love, love. love.